0: And good morning.
1: Uh, You say it kind of the way I have said it over the years. If I tell you, and this is in our news this morning, story on our website at WGAUradio.com, an agreement uh, and some people down in Morgan County specifically questioning this, the Morgan County Board of Assessors, uh, the the incentive deal that they have signed off on, $1.5 billion in incentives. Uh, People have this idea, and you write it the same way I say it, that that somewhere in Morgan County, somewhere in Madison, is somebody putting his name on a check for $1.5 billion dollars. That's not how this works.
0: Exactly. And that's really the, the basis of why I wrote the piece I did, because you also have people that are just opposed to EVs for whatever reason. That's a separate conversation. But on tax incentives, you, you don't write a check for this. In a lot of cases, you're abating taxes that you would never collect if this stayed several thousand acres of pine trees, uh, in fact, the, the local governments themselves are going to get 18 times more revenue from Rivian next year than they would have gotten if this project didn't go through. I mean, that's a direct payment called a pilot payment, payment in lieu of property taxes, where they basically set what the future payments in lieu of property taxes will be over the next uh, 25 years of the life of the project. Uh, the state's going to throw in, they're going to buy the land for them. They're going to pay for an interchange and a rail line. The state's going to spend uh, money to train workers, which we spend half the state's budget on education, be it K-12, higher ed, technical college, in theory, so we can have productive citizens that can provide for themselves and their family. And so most of this isn't out of the ordinary, but the central point, as you make it, is we're not writing them a check for $1.5 billion. We're just basically giving them incentives off future tax bills to provide jobs revenue that ultimately create taxes for the state of Georgia and more importantly to anchor jobs in regions of rural Georgia, which all three of those projects are in.
1: And by the way, nothing new there. I had exactly the same conversation when Caterpillar came to Athens, came to Bogart all those years ago. But at the risk, Charlie Harper, of conflating an issue, people will say, wait a minute, we heard the same thing when they told us the Braves moving to Cobb County and all that, similar arrangements. Uh, and we're seeing these reports that it didn't work out as advertised I don't mean to drag you into the Braves fight up there in Cobb County. Now, I know well, you have a front row seat there, for it. Though,
0: is that. Those were Cobb County local incentives. The state did not put money on the table for that. So, because it was moving, first of all, interstate, so mm-hmm. that wouldn't have made sense for the state. And you, you know, yeah, I, I don't, I don't support every one of these, but in this case, the state basically has a menu. It's very transparent. There are multiple programs involved here. That anyone can qualify for, including existing Georgia companies. This isn't something just to get new people in to compete with the people already paying the taxes or anything like that. This this is basically a if you create X number of jobs, you get X dollars off future taxes. Right, you use uh, two words there, and I want to staple of Georgia's economic development you know program that has been so successful over the last years. No. Uh, you know, starting back with. Governor Perdue through Governor Deal and now Governor Kemp, each putting their own, you know, style to it, sure. if you will. But the 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 folks behind the scenes of economic development now run by Pat Wilkes and they're doing their job.
1: Right, you use two words there, Charlie Harper. I want to seize on both of them in kind of bullet point order. Uh, transparent or transparency and competing. Uh, let's start with the last one. We're not this isn't happening in a vacuum. We're competing with other states. Other countries. And that's
0: the part, if you support federalism and understand that there are 50 states putting their best foot forward to not only get the jobs for themselves, but, you know, it you, you, you have to win if you're going to have jobs or someone else will come and get your jobs. But at the same time, you don't just throw money at the table. We lost the Volvo plant to South Carolina because we put a bid on the table that would have gotten us the North American headquarters for Volvo like we have with Porsche and we have with Mercedes would have also gotten us a stamping plant, which is where the value goes into these automotive. South Carolina took our headline number, increased it, but they didn't get a headquarters, and they didn't get a stamping plant. They're basically just screwing vehicles together with foreign-made parts. There's not a lot of value add. When Volvo came back and said, match that, we said, that doesn't make sense. We let them walk because it wasn't a good deal.
1: You also use the word transparent, and I've heard critics say that this whole thing has been anything, especially Rivian, has been anything anything other than transparent uh, to to separate what you say from what they say?
0: Well, I mean, I'm reading literally from, you know, the the Georgia Department of Economic Development's website where the entire agreement is online, as well as a summary of bullet points trying to explain it in plain English. Now, obviously, when you're negotiating with someone you're competing with these other states, you're not going to put everything you're doing in advance out there. So, again, similar to what happened with South Carolina, the other states can go well. We just need to win for whatever reason—politics or bragging rights—or just you know to get your own economic advantage. But when it's done, taxpayers know where their money is being spent, and you know that's part of. People like me can then go write about it. People that don't like it can write about it, but the facts are there and they're out, and there's there's nothing secretive about what has been done.
1: All right, Don, uh, Charlie Harper with us again. Now, uh, you can read this. Just Google it, but it's in the, let me find it again. The Courier Herald down there in Dublin, Savannah Morning News, others have picked up on this piece, uh, these incentives and the the pro and cons of them. I want to shift gears quickly, uh, get you to put on your Peach Pondit hat, your Georgia Paul hat, and, and break down some of what's in store for us over the coming months heading into November. And I always want to ask the question this way. I'm going to ask, who do you think's going to win? I'm not going to ask you that. I will ask this uh, about a couple of these races here. You have to be one or the other in terms of being a candidate? At this moment, would you rather be Brian Kemp or Stacey Abrams?
0: At this moment, I'd I'd much rather be Brian Kemp uh, in most moments. Uh, But um, to be honest, he's an incumbent in a state that's doing well. And, you know, Georgia's economy, there's a real compare and contrast that matters that most Georgians you, you used in the uh, promo that you put on Facebook, a picture of my graduation from COVID picture where I literally put in a tux with my roommate, Wilson, the volleyball that you know we have lived uh, three to four months of two weeks of flattening the curve in my house. And Georgians have lived through a very polarizing time where we've gotten to see one approach, which was we must reopen, but we must reopen safely. We have to run an economy. Uh, the state has to run versus other people that have been telling us for every reason possible that, you know, you can't do anything. The government will protect you from everything. And now we have part of the population that wants everyone to be afraid of everything and other people that understand that there are dangers in life, but you've got to go out and do what you've got to do. And all elections now are national at some point. And right now the, the label that you know Stacey Abrams is running under uh, that's not even polling well with base Democrats before mm-hmm. you even add in uh, independents and Republicans. And, right. yeah, Republicans just had a bruising primary fight, but they're still energized about voting. Every poll I've seen nationally and in Georgia, Republicans are ready to come out. Right, so and- so let
1: me let me extend the question then or, or amend the question. Uh, who you want to be, Raphael Warnock or Herschel Walker?
0: Uh, that's a little different because I do believe in the power of incumbency. And, you know, Herschel is very popular. Uh, you know, I'm a proud bulldog and he's got name ID. Um, you do have someone that can go out and at least say what he's done. And, you know, he'll have um, a lot of folks behind him, including most members of not just Atlanta media, but national media. And he's going to be able to get his narrative uh, out uh, without having to spend the money that someone that's a challenger with literally no record in politics. And honestly, he didn't put a lot out there during the primary so that people really know other than he's the flag bearer for the Republican brand. And so that one's going to be a lot more interesting. So
1: let's play that out to the end. If if Brian Kemp wins and Raphael Warnock wins, you got people pulling some weird levers uh, when they go into the precincts, don't you?
0: I think, you know, there are the partisans that only understand, you know, believe everything is one team versus the other. I think you get a lot of other people that don't have tuned out politics but still show up and vote that are actually willing to do what you just said mm-hmm. uh, i think we've we've put ourselves in the corners of us versus them that is not necessarily representative where your average voter is and i, I do believe that you've got people that will be willing to vote for one and not the other i'm not saying that herschel's mm-hmm. not going to win I, i've not honestly even seen any head-to-head polling on it uh, quickly about that when you have an incumbent Versus someone that's brand new with no real record. It's a unique challenge that uh, Kemp and Abrams have. Right, give
1: think. me about 30 seconds. I only got that left here. Uh, thumbs up, thumb down, thumb sideways, the new Top Gun. I know you've seen it.
0: Uh, absolutely loved it. Uh, I mean, it, I've yet to see anyone with a horrible review of it on, online in my social media contacts. And it does a really good job balancing the nostalgia for the original while still being current and, you know, good story, good storytelling and great, not special effects, but the the flying scenes are truly over the top.
1: Uh, sounds like something I need to check out. Charlie Harper, again, check out his writing, uh, Peach Pondit and Georgia Paul, and then Dublin Courier Herald of this piece on the Rivian subsidies, Kia subsidies. Charlie Harper, thanks for getting up. Appreciate your time this morning.
0: Have a great morning.